currently we understand that they are just sitting and observing just like anyone else. They are not allowed to take any further part besides uh, observing the proceedings as they get underway. We spoke to one of the NDC lawyers who said they've actually uh, lodged a high court uh, petition because they believe the minister who denied them uh, work permit is an interested party since he's one of uh, President Minangaba's uh, election agents. So they say they are alleging an agent application with the High Court to make sure that they are granted temporary work permit. Were you given any reasons uh, why the lawyers from South Africa were prevented from entering the court this morning and why was there a change of heart later? Uh, Well, there is no reason. You see, there is no officials to speak. They were denied entry uh, when they got to the security checkpoint and they were told to, you know, uh, to leave. Everyone was using that uh, entrance to get into the court. But they were told to leave and they had to use a different entrance on the other side of the courtroom. No one really spoke as to why they were, uh, they were turned away, but we do understand that it, it also has to do with the fact that probably they, they didn't have the work permit and they did not understand the actual current uh, uh, position that they are allowed to be in the country, they are accredited to be in the court, but they have not only been granted permission to to, uh, to participate. So we really know and have actually given us a clear indication as to why initially they were turned away. Mm-hmm. Have Zimbabweans or MDC Alliance supporters came out in support uh, in their numbers uh, to the court case, and how's the police present in and outside the court? <laughs> Interestingly, this is, uh, you could actually call it a high-security area, because all the roads that lead to the court, that you know, that uh, lead to the access to the court, have actually been blocked, and there are security personnel as well as the police visibly um, are present at all the entrances and at all the roads that lead into into uh, that lead to the court. So you only get people that have been allowed, you know, generally that are accredited, and people that actually sought prior accreditation to have access to the court being the only ones that are allowed to come. So no one really has come. I think the only uh, people that are following the court proceedings are the people that are following it from home where they are watching it on on, on TV and on radio as uh, the proceedings unfold. Well, there you have it, uh, all the way live from Zimbabwe, our correspondent uh, in court there, as you heard, uh, Effort Musakiwa coming to us live from Zimbabwe. Now, meanwhile, Zimbabweans living in South Africa have the following to say regarding the court challenges. Let's listen to some of those voxies. As ordinary Zimbabweans, we hope uh, Chamisa's case to test for success because at home we are really starving that the present government cannot even do anything, cannot deliver good. Really, really, we want Nelson Chamisa to win because we are tired. We are tired, we are struggling in Zimbabwe, and we are here in South Africa. We also want to go home, but we can't go home when the situation is like that. So we are just hoping Nelson Chamisa will win. My hope is on ED. ED is going to fix this country. He is the only trusted senior and mature leader with history after uh, removing Mugabe of course yes the old man he did he played his part for our country he emancipated us and showed us how to make money we are working together now we are working as young people we got our own monies we got cars we got land but it was time for him to move over
Meanwhile, the Department of International Relations this morning briefed Parliament on the recent Zimbabwean presidential elections that was held on 30th July, among others. Joining us now from Cape Town, our parliamentary correspondent and reporter there, Abongwe Kobokana. Very good morning to you, Abongwe. Can you tell us which members of the of DERCO, the Department of International Relations, be, appeared before Parliament today? Uh, good morning, Elvis. Um, uh, good afternoon, Elvis. Uh, it was the Minister of uh, of International Relations, uh, Lindy Wasisulu, and her team, uh, the officials of the department, and also the Deputy Minister of, of, of the International Relations that appeared before the committee today. Now, what are some of the important things that came out of that particular briefing? Well, basically, the community, Elvis, wanted to, to know South Africa's position with regard to the now uh, disputed uh, elections in Zimbabwe. And uh, the minister made it clear and told the community that, look, uh, South Africa's position with regard to, uh, to these elections is informed by the mandate of the SEDEC, the Southern African Development Community, which, is, which forms part of the mission observers that were in Zimbabwe, like the Commonwealth and AU and EU uh, uh, electoral observer missions that were there. And uh, she stated that uh, the, 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 the stance of South Africa, therefore, is in line with that of the SEDEC uh, as part of uh, as South Africa is the part of the member states of, of those countries. And basically, SEDEC has already given a sort of an approval saying that it declared that uh, the elections were fair and, and uh, were, 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 were free and fair. And therefore, uh, now what they will do, they will await for the outcome of the current um, uh, pending case in the Constitutional Court and, and decide otherwise as, as per the outcome of the case. And that's our uh, parliamentary reporter, Abongwe Kabokana, in Parliament. Now, the Constitutional Court case in which the MDC Alliance in Zimbabwe is challenging the results of the July 2018 elections has started, as you know. Now, in our studio this afternoon, we have SABC's uh, Foreign Desk Editor, Sophie Mukwena. Sophie, a very good afternoon to you. Now, some disturbing things that happened there. The opposition's South African lawyers were allegedly not being allowed to speak on their clients' behalf uh, in, in the court, and the team was also refused entering into the country uh, prior, a couple of days ago, uh, because they had no work permits. However, that was overturned and the government subsequently allowed them into court. What do you make of all of this? Well, uh, earlier on, I think uh, two weeks ago, when uh, it became a public knowledge that uh, Advocate Dalimpofu and Ngai uh, Tobi will be in Harare, the first question on my social media, I indicated that will they be granted a working permit? Because in Zimbabwe, you cannot participate or do anything as a professional, whether journalist, media, business person, if you don't have first a visa that indicates that you are a professional mm-hmm. to accreditation to do what you want to do in Zimbabwe. For example, as a journalist, when I go there mm. as an editor to do whatever I'm supposed to do, I must have a visa at the airport that indicates that I am a media person. Mm-hmm. And then I must go to the Department of Information to get the accreditation to do whatever I mm-hmm. want to do in Zimbabwe. And it is for that reason I had uh, asked Dalimpof whether will they get a permit. And looking at the current political tension in Zimbabwe, mm-hmm. it was not going to be an easy uh, process. Secondly, you look at the uh, court challenge. It's almost like on, a, uh, you know, 
urgent basis. It's not like uh, previously the Morgan Changarai prison trial where uh, advocate George Bezos had ample time to apply and got all the papers. Mm. And now they are using small loopholes in terms of not granting them permission to participate or to be before the judge. Mm-hmm. So they, they will not be allowed to speak in court. That means that they can only give advice at this point in time, I would imagine. But the other issue is when they do that, will they be breaking the law in Zimbabwe? Mm when they give advice, legal advice, because that simply means that they are participating, whether in front of the judge or outside court, it's part of participation. Clearly, one person can stand in front of the judge, not everybody, but the legal team inside is supposed to communicate and share ideas how to approach uh, the uh, presentation. Mm -hmm. But they can't do that. When you look at the visuals from ZBC, they are right at the back. They mm-hmm. are, you know, it, they are just spectators. And as Effort indicated earlier on, they were initially not allowed to even enter. Maybe an unfair question, but the MDC Alliance uh, is challenging the results of the July uh, 2018 elections. Uh, their chances? Well, I don't know. It depends mm-hmm. whether they have a strong case, uh, evidence. You know, that's how the court of law operates. You must have evidence. You must have uh, uh, clear information. But the other issue is the credibility of uh, uh, the judiciary in Zimbabwe because previously the judiciary was seen to be sympathetic to the then government led by former President Robert Mugabe with um, Idim Nangagwa now being uh, head of state. Are they going to do what they are supposed to do mm-hmm. as prescribed in the constitution? These are the questions people are asking. And today we will have a better sense of, yes, it is not business as usual in Zimbabwe. Things are done in a different way, in line with the constitution and the laws of the country. Sophie McQuenna, our foreign desk editor here in studio, thank you so much for joining us.